All right, here we go. Let's just get straight into it. Oh, fuck. There's my wallet. Let's look up for that this morning. <clears throat> yeah, anyways, it's Monday. And giving this a shot. I was actually supposed to be doing a podcast with a friend that was visiting for the weekend. Uh, or during this week. It's uh, Thanksgiving week, by the way. Uh, but anyways... Uh, so that isn't happening. Told her I was going to give her shit for it. So this is the start of that. But I'm actually supposed to do, uh, trying to do an episode here with my neighbor. Um, Herman rhymes with German, but, uh, interesting guy. Grew up in DC. Uh, I don't know. He talks about himself really well. So (laughs) I figured he would be. Yeah, I mean, he tells a lot of cool stories, so uh, I'm not doing him any justice here, so I'm going to shut up about it, but yeah. Um, the thing I did want to talk about is, so this weekend was UFC 55. Big fan I am of the uh, MMAs, and uh, obviously right now, if you didn't know, UFC is the biggest promotion. That's where it's going on, but uh, yeah, first I want to say... How much I'm in love with Valentina Shevchenko and have been for a while. But, uh, you know, this time I was kind of, I was uh, a little skeptical looking at her opponent, uh, Jennifer Maya, after her last fight. I mean, I haven't really followed Jennifer Maya at all. Uh, her last fight, I mean, it was a super beautiful sub. Uh, uh, Arvard, uh, Jojo Caldorad, who was supposed to be getting the next title shot, but, uh, you know, uh, COVID hit, there's delays, and she's like, fuck it, I want to get a fight in, you know, uh, stay active, make some money, and uh, she's like, I'll take that risk, which, you know, props to her, but didn't work out in her favor, got that arm bar snatched away, so, uh, but anyways, yeah, yeah, so Jennifer Maya, I haven't really followed her, but, and, you know, I thought it was a quick sub, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be... I kind of felt like it was going to be... What I expected was... um, can't, Was it UFC 250? can't remember which one it was. But whichever one... I think it was the first one of 2020 maybe. But it was... Uh, uh, Amanda Nunes, the Lioness versus uh, Felicia, Felicia Spencer. Is that right? Felicia Spencer? I think, yeah, Felicia Spencer. No, it's Felicia. But uh, anyways, that fight. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> I mean... I'm not going to complain about paying for the pay-per-view because, I mean, I, I watch all the fights anyways. I, I didn't used to when I, oh, shit. I dropped my headphones when I first started watching UFC. Full candor, when I first started watching UFC, I didn't even, hello, hello, there we go. I didn't even know that, I didn't even, uh, like, imagine, I always watched it for the main event, so I always felt like I was just paying for the main event, and, uh, and, uh, oh man, sorry, Monday morning ADD. But anyways, yeah, the whole point of that was, I was thinking, uh, it, it kind of reminded me of that fight. And that fight, Amanda Nunes just <sighs> worked Felicia Spencer. I mean, after she took the the very first punch. I was like, oh, maybe she's, maybe she's going to do all right. Because uh, Amanda Nunes hit her, boom, she kept coming forward. And I was like, oh, all right, maybe we got something here. But that, that was about it. Uh, 
pretty sure it went to decision. However, it was, ugh, it was like it looked like someone uh, a grown up beating beating up a little kid after a while. But I mean, she's stuck in there. Good for her. But anyways, putting me saying that was I. Th- that's kind of what I expected for this one. I just imagine uh, Valentina was gonna just kind of mow through her, and she didn't. I mean, oof. It took her a little bit to get started. She even said in the after uh, post-fight interview, she talked about how she was glad it was a five-round fight because it took her, you know, she's been out. I can't remember how many months she said she had an injury in her knee. She had to have a surgery where they snip something, reattach something else. Uh, so she And she's been out for a while. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> in that first round, she came right out, tackled her, took her down. Uh, nice double leg. Uh, I think that's what I remember. But uh, anyways, like she took her down. She kept her on the ground. Uh, Shevchenko controlled Maya on the ground, cause she and which was impressive, cause you know Maya's like this. Uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt, just and high level black belt. Um, but I mean, we all know Shevchenko. She, I mean, she's known for striking, but she's also got she's all just you know dominates women on the ground too. Uh. And, um, oh, <laughs> allow me to jump around real quick because fucking Kayla Harrison, speaking of dominating girls on the women on the ground, fucking Kayla Harrison and, uh, Courtney, gosh, damn it. Oh, so sorry. I can't remember, fucking forgot her last name. But anyway, so Kayla Harrison, uh, so PFL, and for those that don't know, PFL, they're decided this during COVID, they're like taking the season off, um, and Kayla Harrison, she fights for PFL. They made a whole uh, weight class for her, uh, 155. And um, she's a champ over there, uh, just dominating. She's a two-time judo, Olymp- gold medalist in judo. And um, so sh- she's a beast. And I knew, <laughs> I mean, w- w- so when I, s- anyways, damn, sorry, I'm skipping around. Take two steps back. So she PFL is off right now for the season, but they let her um, do a fight with Invicta, which is like a I'm not sure the exact logistics, but it's like a partner. It's on they're on Fight Pass, so they're partnered up with um, the UFC in that way. And a lot of the females, if they you know win a championship or do well in Invicta, then that usually translates or has historically translated into a UFC contract so so it's you know I've heard some people refer to it as a feeder kind of a feeder promotion or a feeder I don't know pipeline or whatever um, for female fighters into the UFC but um, <clears throat> so yeah so Kayla Harrison they let her come over uh, and do a fight with Invicta but at 145 a lot of interesting uh, kind of angles or nuance or something to that like just just the fact that so uh, of her, I guess a couple things. Her, them letting her c- come find another promotion, and also her doing it at 145. Um, and uh, so <laughs> I was like, when I saw it, I was like, yep, she's gonna fucking just, she's gonna ragdoll this chick. Like, no offense to, damn it, I have to look up her name, Courtney. I can't remember her last name, but anyways, she does. Long story short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. She's a two-time Olympian, gold medal Olympian. Gold. That means two years. There were two years where she 
in the entire world of every p- person in her gender and weight class, she was number one in the entire fucking world twice. So not only that, so she's the number one person for fucking flipping people and throwing their asses around. And then she comes over and she, she I mean, she usually fights at 155. So, you know, I know she's, she says she's not a fan of cutting weight, but I'm sure. So she's she walks around over. She's fighting at 155. She's probably uh walking around at like 170 maybe maybe 165 maybe lower i don't know but it's so she's significantly bigger than these women that are going to be fi- uh, are used to fighting at 145 so she, i mean that was the first thing i was like yeah if, she, if the uh her weight cut goes well she makes weight which you know i mean like i said olympian so i'm sure she has that discipline knows how to get it done also she's coming at uh att which is a great i mean they have fucking beasts over there so uh, she gets in there, and, <laughs> and there's another thing I didn't know that there's no elbows, uh, PFL. They don't. There's no uh, elbow strikes. So she gets in there, of course, pff, takes this girl down, and gives her this heavy elbow. When she's doing, I it, I felt it was like I felt it in my teeth, cause it, I, she, she's in this girl's guard. She takes her down. She's in her guard. She get back to her up into the fence. She can't get him away. And she just postures up and she's dropping, uh, she's punching her, and then she drops it, el- and it's just like, it sound, it's like, it sounded to me, it sounded like uh, you watch ne- National Geographic and you see those fucking mountain goats run straight at each other and just <coughs> clunk each other right in the fucking heads. That's what it sounded like when she dropped her elbow on this girl's head, and I'll and the uh, commentators were just talking through it, and when it had, I was, I was like, damn, was. Was that just a sound effect? Did I did I hear something weird? Because like, when she dropped that elbow, I was like, "How did that girl's head not fucking fall off her body when she did that?" And the announcers are just—I mean, the commentators are just talking, talking, and then you see, like, uh, uh, the girl Courtney. She turns her head, and you can see, like, I don't know if you've ever been cut before, or uh, like, um. I can't even do, well, <laughs> one of my worst cuts I ever did, I cut myself with fucking, I was deboning a chicken. I ended up fucking deboning my thumb almost. Um, and my buddy, my roommate at the time, he came in the house, he saw, I was uh, fucking tying sutures. It's a good thing it was on my left hand, because I used my right hand. I was tying <laughs> sutures on my, on my own fucking thumb. But um, anyways, the point of it is like, when you get a cut like that, when you cut, it's like sharp and deep. It's kind of like, it takes a minute for the blood to start flowing and it's like i don't know if you heard the term like cut to the white meat that's what it was for like when i cut my thumb it's like you got cut down to the white meat and it's like you you can see that i guess it's the muscle fibers maybe in there and you can see them and it's just like it's like you can see straight into your fucking body and it's and i've been cut a couple times like that in my life a bunch of different times different injuries and stuff like that where it's like uh (laughs) <laughs> as soon as it happens, you look at it and you're like, "Oh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a bleeder. That's gonna be bad." Um, so that's what I f- felt when I heard that fucking elbow drop on that girl's head, and then when she turned, and I think you could see it was like you could just see this hole in her head, and the blood hadn't even started yet. Cause it took uh, I I'm remembering it, so it might just could be my memory, but I felt like it took like 
30 seconds, it, which is a long time. It, and but once that blood started flowing, it was a fun, it was it was a mess. I got I took a uh, <laughs> picture of the from the TV screen and sent it to my buddies, and I was just like, Kayla Harrison just made this girl's forehead start fucking menstruating because it was a mess. By the end, man, she's a fucking Picasso or uh, what was that guy? Uh, Jackson Pollock. It wasn't even fucking splatters it 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 looked like someone poured a bucket of blood on the floor and tried to mop it up with a mop that was already soaked in blood it was crazy it was it was pretty fucking awesome but anyways damn that was a long tangent but um i I, yeah i had to go back to that to talk about fucking uh domination on the ground because that i'm excited to see kayla harrison uh Keep going. I mean, she said she has one, I think, one more fight with PFL, and uh, she's hoping they'll let her fight do that one um, with Invicta, and she said the weight cut to 45 wasn't terrible. She's not a fan of weight cut, but she said it wasn't bad, and it felt she felt good in there. And, uh, I mean, 145, you know? I mean, I think she's 8-0 and o now, but, um, yeah, give her some time, maybe... Uh, so you're fighting somebody in the UFC that dominates people. Mm-mm-mm. But um, anyways, back to what I was talking about. Oh yeah, my 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 love, Valentina. So anyways, yeah. So she takes Maya down, and uh, she keeps ground control. Um, uh, f- for like, I think four minutes maybe, or just under four minutes in the first round. Uh, so she keeps my she's able to keep Maya down, which I mean Maya's dangerous. I th- just think she I think it was in that time she almost got uh <sighs> Damn, I can't remember. But anyways, point of it is yeah, she dominates her on the ground for that one. Second round, Maya's able to get her down. Uh and uh it's kinda like whoa. And ma- maybe it was just more um like oh my goodness, because you know, you don't really see Valentina get uh, it doesn't seem as competitive. Um, so, I mean, when I was watching, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, Valentina got the first round. Uh, Maya got the second round. and then But after that, it picked up, and uh, uh, Valentina just, you know, she, she, was, uh, she was ahead uh, for the rest of the fight. Um, but, yeah. So, that was the co-main event, and... Skipping ahead just because I wanted to talk about Valentina first, <laughs> but I don't know. Another thing I want to try to do. Cause, so my one of my little brothers. I got a bunch of little brothers, a lot of uh, half siblings from all over the place. Uh, I think there's eight of us that I know of all together. Uh, five of us that grew up in the same house. Then uh, my mom. Let's see how many kids does she have. Let's see, one, two, yeah, she had a girl, and then that husband died, uh, and then another boy, and then another girl, um, so my little bro, he's my, my big little brother, his dad is like a, uh, Wisconsin Viking, uh, or he comes from that, that, that bloodline, so my little brother's like, he's half Filipino and half Viking, he's like six foot tall, and he's huge. But uh, it's funny because I'm like, I don't know, 
12 years older than him, but he's a big boy. Play football, fucking, he's a beast. I'm jealous. Whole life, I just Napoleon. I always wished I was six feet tall, but no. No, not not there. Just a little bit under that, which is a lot of it. Um. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So the point of me talking about him, so he, um, uh, we were talking a little bit ago, and he, <clears throat> I guess, so he makes money now at uh, casinos. I guess he, I don't know. He he said he he wanted he'll, he'll come to a, a podcast with me and talk about um, how he um, plays. And, and I don't even remember what if it's slots maybe or like something like that. But I guess there's um, like a, a method or strategy to kind of figuring out which machines pay out well or something. I don't know. I guess there's, I don't, I don't know how it works. He, he's obviously smarter than me. So, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, the point of that is he, he'll come talk about it. He'll explain it. So you don't have to hear me fucking keep bumbling about uh, saying, I don't know a, a million different ways, but um, let's see here. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, I was talking to him cause I was talking to him about, um, uh, UFC, MMA, blah, blah, blah. And, um, how I had been started doing bets on the fights because there's some of them where, especially like, um, uh, when like new fighters come in that nobody knows about. So the betting line is all, is kind of off and we're like, Oh, this dude is, or this chick, whoever I see them fighting, whatever other promotion they're, they're like the money line is coming They're the underdog. And uh, I was like, no, this guy, you, you can tell, like, you know, some people that have specialties and you're like, yep, they're going to fucking beast at uh, submissions. And this other person has been submitted before and blah, blah, blah. So uh, I've been making bets. It makes uh, n- not huge bets at all, but um, it makes it f- kind of fun, I guess. uh Cause then that way, and then also for me, cause I, I nerd out on, uh, looking at the fighters and their stats and, and, uh, and also it's, uh, I guess a little, a way to be a little more engaged and cause I mean, I watch all the fights either way, the early pre- prelims on, um, uh, and this is for UFC specifically. I mean, I watched other ones, but mostly UFC cause one, honestly, the best fighters are there. And also it's the easiest and most promoted cause you know what I mean, you get UFC Fight Pass, ESPN Plus, boom, and you get all of them. Plus, you get, I mean, with UFC Fight Pass, you get all, all the past fights are on there. Uh, they have other promotions. They got like LFA, uh, Invicta, uh, Chell Sonnen's uh, Submission Underground. They got um, Lethway on there, which I just got into. I started doing Muay Thai. My, uh, one of my coaches was telling me about it. Like, Lethway is crazy. It's like a 2,000-year-old, um, oh, shit, I hit a button on here thousand year old uh fighting style from myanmar i think where they can headbutt it's like they call it the ninth limb which is cool on a, on a, i want to do that that would be cool to be able to do uh a fight like that but anyways um so yeah 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 so i mean mostly yeah mostly what i watch so like i said is uh the for the the big ones are for ufc um and also the 
uh, place I do my bets online through is uh, uh, I guess they have Bellator too on there. So they have UFC and Bellator, but um, UFC is it's the most popular, and it's the one like most people when they hear MMA, that's what they think. They're like, oh, those people do they do UFC? You do UFC kind of thing? Everyone thinks that's just uh, UFC is synonymous with MMA or MMA is synonymous with UFC. Um, but yeah, I just want I kind of wanted to talk through some of my my bets uh one for myself so because a lot <laughs> so i'm like you fucking idiot but also uh because like my brother we, we were talking about um kind of exchanging uh strategies or techniques or whatever and i wouldn't even i won't call mine strategies or strategies or techniques because uh it's mostly like i said for fun and to kind of uh get myself more engaged in uh all of the fights in a in a way because i mean they're all like i said i watch them all early prelims prelims uh make main card all of it uh just because like i said fighting is fucking it's really the only sport that interests me anymore like when i was younger i played sports all growing up um i mean the house i grew up in was super strict uh my dad was in the marine corps for like 26 years also super strict mormon so we're fucking uh tell by my language i was very not joking um but uh so it's like getting out of the house was like a, a treat and so for me getting like going and playing sports was one that was like my social social life or socializing and uh also boy scouts too <laughs> and uh fucking uh what was i saying damn got off track oh yeah yeah but anyways yeah playing sports that was like my uh escape and also i mean as a young man growing up you're full of all that fucking hormones testosterone and fucking energy so that's a good way to get it out like my dad used to, I, I played soccer <clears throat> from like second grade all the way through uh sophomore year of high school and my dad always like, cause that's fast. I'd run like I when someone get get past me with the ball and chase him down, and he always said that my face I looked angry. Like he looked, he said I looked like I was pissed. And in my head I was thinking I was like I was angry, cause like I would take, I mean I already had I was fueled with anger as a little as a little boy anyways, and uh, I would um, you know so that like if someone would get past me with the ball or they were. I saw them ahead. I put it in my head, or like, like in my head, like, oh, that motherfucker did something to me. And I was like, and I have to get them. So I would put all that energy into chasing them down. And like in my head, I made it so that it was like, if I didn't catch them, it was kind of like, it was like, oh, they they just like killed me, or they just beat me up, or they just did something terrible to me. So it's like I either catch them or I'm fucking finished. So when I like made it made it that in my head it was like it was either you know what i mean there was no other way it was like i ha i have to get them so i thought that was kind of like my mindset which <clears throat> kind of worked out growing up and i mean i grew up like i said in the marine corps house and i ended up going to the marine corps uh nine years and uh i mean that whole kind of mindset i mean it fed right into it so and like so yeah like i said i did sports played soccer baseball swam in the summers um 
and I, uh, I never, so we also didn't really watch sports on TV at home, because uh, like I said, we're Mormon, so we couldn't, we didn't watch TV on Sundays, uh, so there's no football, so we didn't, like I said, do watch sports at all, we didn't really watch TV. So I also was, you know, not really ever a fan of like spectating because I was like, if I'm, you know, if I'm looking at an activity, why am I going to watch an activity that I'm not participating in kind of thing? And I mean, the only time, the time I got big into watching sports was, uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, so I was, and we'd watch football, you know, I'd watch college football on Saturdays and pro football on Sundays. And, uh, it was kind of like, um. Uh, I mean, back then, yeah, I was drinking all the time, and uh, actually, I haven't, see, I haven't drank now since um, Veterans Day last year, so just a little bit over a year, and it didn't start out on purpose, it was like, I think, uh, drank with a, a vet buddy on Veterans Day last year, and then after that, it was kind of like, I don't know, because I'd been gone out a couple times, I hung out with another vet buddy earlier, and we, like, had gone out in D.C., and we went to, like, clubs, and I was fucking just standing there, like, it was kind of like, I don't know, felt empty in a way, because it was like, I'm around all these fucking young people, I'm like, what am I doing, and I'm fucking, like, 35, what am I doing in this club, it's like, uh, all these little children's running around, and I don't know, I felt out of place, and I also felt like, you know, because I always, get, you know, get anxious in crowds and shit, so I think that was probably like when I first started drinking in the Marine Corps that's kind of what the um kind of it was like my my uh, social lubricant um cause like when I was drinking I was uh like everybody's buddy I was interacting with everyone like the, one of my vet buddies I went over to his house for um Manny Pacquiao fight and um he he was laughing. He's talking to me about something. I tell him, I was like, yeah, no, I'm actually an introvert. And he's like, what? An introvert? He's like, man, when you were over here, it was like you are walking around. <laughs> you are shaking people's hand, introducing yourself, talking to them, asking about their, their lives. It's like it was, it was, I felt like you were running for mayor or something, walking around kissing babies and shaking hands. But, yeah, so that's kind of how what I was doing. But it, yeah, what was the point of me saying that? Yeah, so Saturday mornings. You know, we'd uh, sit around, watch football, uh, a little hair of the dog from Friday, because obviously we went out Friday night, got hammered, then we'd be hungover Saturday morning, drink some beers to get ourselves, get that ballast before it got to the afternoon, and we started drinking liquor in the afternoon. Um, so And then, uh, so we kind of like congregated around everyone, because, you know, it's the military, it's Marine Corps, everyone's from everywhere, except, you know, ha- half everyone's from Texas, so it worked out for me. Well, it's <laughs> Texas, Texas big, but, um, and everyone hated Cowboys. So it was a good team to root for, be from Texas, root for Cowboys. Everyone hated them. Didn't win a lot of games. So we got to talk a lot of shit to everybody. So that was like the t- only time that I really kind of got into watching sports was during that time. And, uh, <coughs> And then I also, sorry, how rude of me, someone messaged me, um, 
But yeah, and I, um, I did. When I lived in the barracks, we didn't. I didn't ever. I didn't watch UFC while I was in the barracks because we didn't have TV. And this was when I first got in the Marine Corps. There were streaming services. Um, I did. I, th- I did watch a couple pay per views. I went to. Um, <laughs> it's actually so. This one I was like junior. I was like a private maybe maybe even a lance corporal but i hung out with uh ncos so i got to watch a couple fights and uh, i think we also maybe uh, they played them at the bars too so we we watch we get to watch like the pay-per-view events at the bars um and uh before that so the the little bit of history man i don't know i'm jumping around but whatever um the first (laughs) So when I was younger, I didn't. So when the first time I came became aware of MMA, um, actually let me back up a little, three steps back. Um, so I did. I also did Taekwondo when I was younger, and we moved around a bunch. Like I said, my dad was in the Marine Corps, so I uh, would, you know, had to go to a new. I think we called it. We just called it karate. New karate studio. Um, Every time I moved, so I think I got my belts. I got, I, I got, I'm like a, like a what yellow belt third award because <laughs> I think I got them over. I think I got, can't remember the order. But I, I got yellow and orange. I think maybe, but um, man, I remember back then too. I could, I was fucking limber. I could kick people in the head, but nowadays, I mean, I, I, I can, I can kick, I can kick you in the body. That's. You're, the rest of you is safe though, unless you bend over. <laughs> so uh, watch out. I mean, I, I'd throw like good leg kick though. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did Taekwondo, and always used to watch like martial arts movies. And, you know, we watched. You know, uh, Bruce Lee was big. And then when I got older, Jet Li, man, I fell in lo- love with Jet Li. Yeah, love with Jet Li, man. And 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 that's when he was only making movies in uh. China, and this this was also this back this is the VHS days so this was before DVDs, um and, and also like I said I grew up in a Mormon family we we're allowed to watch TV so the only way I got to watch anything that was like over PG was when I would go to my mom's house in the summer or we go um, for in at Christmas like after I think after Christmas for New Year's so we go like a month in the summer and then uh, um. Uh, what do you call it? Like after Christmas through New Year's, and then that's when I I binge watch everything. I wasn't allowed to at home. But uh, yeah, so I used to watch martial arts movies that way too, and th- and Jack Jackie Chan, because uh, I th- think he came out with a bunch of PG movies. So, but um, I remember my buddy Ethan and I we went and uh, <laughs> what was that? Operation Condor. We went to the movies and we're deciding between Operation Condor and there's another movie. I can't remember what other movie came out. But um we're looking at the poster and it was like Jackie Chan and these two like hot ass chicks. And I feel feel like I remember it's just like big boob blonde chick. And like we're like, I don't know, maybe we're thirteen. I think guess we probably were had to be thirteen to get in the movies by ourselves. But um we like looked at each other and we're like, Yeah, we're gonna see that movie. And I don't think that chick was in the movie at all. I don't remember her being in there. But, I mean, it was still good. Jackie Chan. So, um, 
uh yeah i think i just seen a commercial he's doing a a movie with fucking the governor that was a terrible accent but yeah um arnold schwarzenegger but anyways uh yeah yeah, yeah. so as a kid watch martial arts movies blah 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 and i remember we used to oh and i remember pro wrestling was big back then i wasn't allowed to watch that obviously um but i remember kids in my class are always talking about pro wrestlers and how they were like the baddest dudes on the planet and this was back i remember uh desert shield desert storm too long ago for some people but some people can't don't even weren't even around for fucking 9-11 but uh talking about desert storm so this was like uh late 80s early 90s or like say 80 88 because i think my brother was born one of my brothers was born in 90 or 91 and um so my stepmom she got pregnant with him um right before my dad went to the war um but anyway so like yeah i remember at school the kids are talking about they're saying they're they're gonna send the fucking fuck, i can't remember which i don't know hulk hogan maybe they're like yeah they're gonna send him over to I- iraq and and he's you know can you imagine he's just gonna jump out of a airplane he's gonna land and just fucking beat up all those guys <laughs> like this is what we're talking about we're little kids are talking about fucking what was it, WWE or WWF? I don't remember, but like these fucking pro wrestlers, because they're, like, they're the baddest dudes on the planet. And uh, even back then, I remember I was like, I'm, like I wanted to watch it because everyone's talking about it, and I wasn't allowed to. But I remember like seeing some of it, and I was just like, I was like, what? First or second? Had to be first grade. Yeah, I feel like it was first grade. I was like nine or ten. No, 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 that's too old. But it was first grade for sure. And I was like, these, this isn't real fighting. I was like, look at these dudes. They're not even, they're not hitting each other. They're like, oh yeah, it's real. Look at them. Can you look like he threw him, he broke that table. Does that look fake to you? I was like, all right, maybe the table broke. But I was like, these guys are not fighting each other. That's not what fighting looks like. And, uh, and, um, so then there's a combination of that, like, and then watching um, karate movies and shit, and that's what, you know, all martial arts, we just call it karate movies, or it was, it was all karate, and uh, we went, and then, like, yeah, so I got older, and then I remember, and we're all talking about, like, who, how would, this, like, would a uh, fucking, like, you know, Bruce Lee, could he beat up, like, a pro like you know brandy much man savage whatever his name is and blah 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 and we're all talking about the different kind of fighting styles and then i remember at some point when i was older i can't remember if i was in middle school or high school and i found out about pride and i was like yeah so these dudes are fighting they're like everyone it's just whatever fighting style they're doing them all together to see which is the best. And then this... Uh, fuck, I can't remember when UFC first came out. Because I remember, like, that too. And people are talking about it. And we're all like, oh, well, what's... what 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 is the, the best fighting style? They're like... And uh, this one, like, they had people... Like, dudes in, like, fucking underwear. And then fighting a dude that was wearing, like, a gi. And the guy was wearing their fucking karate uniforms. And, um... 
And then that's when I found about jujitsu too, because then obviously the Gracies were just fucking running through people. And uh, so, yeah, the whole point of that long tangent was, so my stepdad, he, um, was, like I said, when I go to my mom's house in the summers, he had all, like he's a huge Viking dude, and he's always he's always been into like um, he used to like taekwondo, and he's always into karate and stuff like that, martial arts, and he was like the first. I guess like real life person that I'm that knew about MMA that I knew I talk, and talked to and he actually man, I wish I could remember how old I was and then also what promotion it was but he took me to a um MMA um fight like a pro ah, fuck it was in Minnesota it would have been Minneapolis 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 St. Paul and, um, yeah, we went and we watched them fight in a cage and then there were female fights too and they were getting at it. I was just like, wow, I never imagined that they would have women fighting, but it was, it got bloody. And I was like, man, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, fuck, I wish I could remember. I have to look at my old journals. Maybe I kept the ticket stub. Maybe I'll ask him. Maybe he remembers. Um, but anyways, it was fucking cool. And I was like, damn, I want to do this shit one day. I was like, this, I, I can't believe it's legal. It's not, it, Cause we were like, remember it was in a gymnasium or like a stadium and it was cool. It was like going to a, like a sporting event. It was cool as fuck. And, um, so, so yeah, so that tangent for this tangent and that was all to say, yeah, so I didn't really wasn't haven't really been into spectator sports except for that little bit of time and when I was in the Marine Corps and then um but I mean, I, I and I but I've always been into fighting. Like I said, I was <laughs> that's how I played soccer. I just imagined like that I was that someone was there taking somewhere or this dude was trying to kill me and if I didn't catch him, if I didn't get the ball, then they just killed me. And that's how I like kind of like kind of my whole life uh, uh any competitive stuff, I guess. I, I fueled it that way. And uh, and then I've also explained it s- s- this way to people too. People are like, "Oh, you don't watch? Why don't you watch sports and blah blah?" blah. To me, it's kind of, I mean, it's amazing. Like the, the athletic things that um, pro athletes do, like you know, NFL, back, uh, NFL, NBA, or even like Olympics. I do watch. I I like watching the Olympics. Um, but to me, it's like fighting is it's the it's the ultimate like ultimate uh expression of physicality because it's like think uh, it's the ultimate expression of physical competition there we go because like think about like football you know there's it's your one it's you know it's a team it's very physical obviously but it's you're on a team and they're also you know it's really it's about hey i'm getting this ball from this point to that point and I mean, they're part of it, part of the, you know, the movements that translates into what's like real world application. I don't know. I'm imagining like, so like we're on the Serengeti, we're, we're in a, um, you know, th- thousands of years ago, hunter gather situation. And yeah, running really fast benefits you being able to catch somebody. Yeah. That benefits you catching the ball. Yeah. Hand our coordination. 
but all of those things is kind of like compartmentalized, broken down into a little bit by bit, um, little action. It's kind of like the same thing with, you know, with weightlifting, like, yeah, cool. You, you lift heavy weights and get jacked. I mean, I, I, and I'm not shitting on weightlifters. I used to fucking do that shit. I got fucking jacked when I was in the Marine Corps, man. When I was on deployment, gym tan laundry, baby. Fucking, I got in the thousand pound uh, club. But anyway, so I just say that to say I'm not shitting on them. But it's, to me, it's like, yes, I recognize it. It's athletic. It's impressive. But it's it's like it's just it's a segment of being athletic or physical fighting. It's like one person on another person. And they're trying to, you know, submit the other person to their will or stop the other person from imposing their will upon them. And it's just, you know, it's just boom. That's it. Period. And, you know, I mean, you, you, you don't walk around and you're like, oh, man, I'm afraid this guy's going to get into a football game with me. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I'm going to get into a fucking street basketball game. Uh Oh, you're like, no, it real life threats are. Oh, that person might try to fuck me up. Yeah. So, it, so to me, that's why, why combat sports <clears throat> are like really the only sport now that I can fucking spectate. Um, cause even, I remember when I was a kid too, like I remember a lot of people, they did uh, a lot of, a lot of, I didn't know they were Korean at the time. Now I know what Koreans are. No, fucking Hangukmar. But anyways. Yeah, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I like. I remember my high school. One of my high schools. I went to a couple high schools. My first high school I went to, because um, we moved around military. Uh, first high school I went to, we two pages of leaves in our yearbook. I just thought that you know Koreans were, you know, kind of Chinese or something. Um, but um, now I know better. Um, now I know for sure they are. Chinese. <laughs> That's another funny thing. So I, d- I learned, I studied Korean, I studied Chinese. When I was in Korean, Korean teachers, they told us Korea invented everything. Um, China stole it. And Japan are devils. And then when I learned, uh, when I studied Chinese, you know, Chinese are like, we invented everything. They also have kind of, the, you know, documentation from thousands of years to back that up. Uh, and also, it's such a huge place, like, so, uh, also, China is a, is a, uh, smorgasbord of ethnicities, so, even, even though it's contained within China, there's different, um, like, how, like, different, there's hundreds of Chinese ethnicities, uh, and, like, the dominant one is the Han, uh, ethnicity, and then, like, because you think about, if you look in the news, like, the, the Uyghurs, the Muslims up in, um, Xinjiang, or, uh, fucking whatever that autonomous region up there but um they're, they're getting persecuted but um no china's gonna cancel me now but uh anyways yeah, yeah yeah so it's interesting get outside and learn about other people people but um so yeah yeah taekwondo yeah yeah so i remember there were kids that would take that and they would do karate and people were like oh he's a black belt in karate he's a badass and then I saw people getting in fights at school and trying to do karate shit. And I was like, first of all, once they got tackled, it was like game over for them. Once it was on the ground, they couldn't do shit. 
But I mean, there's a couple times that oof, they threw some kicks. Oh, they landed. Oh, game over. Oh, getting kicked fucking when you're a fucking kid, getting kicked straight in the belly or in the fucking head. Game over. But you know what I mean? If you catch that leg, you take him down or they fucking uh, double leg him and put him on the ground in the first place. That's when they're done. So always, always had that kind of uh, skepticism about it. I mean, so that's the cool thing about MMA is you can't. I mean, you can't be great at one thing, but you gotta have other skills. So you, and it's and, and it's the game. It's constantly evolving. Even in so what's been going on like twenty years, a little bit more than that. I mean, the very at the very beginning, it was very different than what guys are doing now. I mean, even now, there's kids that were born at the beginning of it that are adults now that have been doing MMA because it used to be people were. They had like whatever one discipline that they did, and then they t- brought that over to MMA and they adjusted it to compensate. Like they were a striker and they they started working on grappling, or they were a fucking grappler and they worked on their striking. But now you got kids coming up that fucking just do MMA. They do everything. So it's fuck. It's gonna be crazy. Like even in the next five ten years, watching how it evolves. Um, damn. But yeah, I went on a lot of tangents. I wanted to talk about uh, my fights or my 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 bets. But yeah, I said I did all those tangents, kind of just give background on why I'm interested, how I'm interested, and also just because that's where my mind went. So that's where I went. And if you're listening, you came along. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, nah, for real. So. I'll do this real quick, uh, about 45 minutes in, so I'll call it quits here in a little bit. But uh, let me get through these. And also, I think this is also kind of, I think, just for myself to talk my own mind why I made these. So the way I did it. So let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it this way. Let me rearrange these. So I kind of. Which one? Parlay one that I did. Yeah, yeah, we'll start here. So the first one. So I did a parlay on, which is where you string a bunch of different um, matches together. You can do it with games. You, if you better, like, oh, yeah, the fucking whatever, football team one is going to win, and then football. So, y- so you, you don't get paid out unless all the um, little wickets on your, your, your parlay. Uh, match so in my first one it was um, I bet on uh, Antonina Shevchenko to beat oh damn I didn't oh I didn't put who they're fighting but anyway so it was for Antonina Shevchenko to win the second one was for Cynthia Calvillo to win third one was for Tim Means to win and then the last one was for um, Valentina Shevchenko to win so Antonina, yep, boom, she did win. I hit that first one. Ooh, felt good. Um, who did she fight? Uh, 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 oh, Ariane Lipsky. Ooh, hottie, both hotties. But uh, Antonina, boom. She, I mean, she comes from you know, obviously her sister's the champ right now. Comes from that uh, world champ, she Muay Thai background, and so known for her striking. Uh, I believe she she got a contract on the uh, Contender Series. Another great. Uh, show and you know it's become a feeder 
for the UFC. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so also her, like her sister, she was grapple heavy in this, um, in this fight against Ariana Lipsky, and she took her down and she dominated her, fucking worked her. Uh, got the stoppage. Fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, did I write it down? Was it TKO punches? I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, she got her down, beat her up. It was awesome. Then the next fight, Cynthia Calvillo. Man, I don't know. She didn't win. I mean, she was so she's fighting uh, Caitlin Chukagian, who is a beast, coming off a loss. Man, she got fucking kicked in the liver, and oh, you could tell that shit hurt. Uh, cause she, she was just like, uh, and like turned around. She was like, fuck her. She yelled, she was, <laughs> but oof, I don't think I've taken a liver shot before. I'll be, I've been knocked out. Man, I got some cheap shots too. I've been knocked out from cheap shots. Uh, but, uh, there's some, I, I gotta get my buddy Robo and we talk about those stories. They're crazy. We were some fucking idiots as, as young Marines, fucking stupid ass Lance Corporals, but you know, good stories now that we fucking live through it. But, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cynthia Calvillo, man, she's scrappy. She's bounced around. I think she trained. She trains at Team Alpha Male. I think she's still there. I'm not sure. But I don't know. She seemed. She just. Didn't, she didn't. See, maybe it was fighting in the, in in the fucking Apex Center. Her mate. I don't know. She didn't seem. On maybe she's one of those people that gets uh, powered up by the crowd because like in all her other fights she's like fucking just full of energy bouncing around and just uh super limber like fucking she does these a thing where she she's on like in the scramble she ends up taking her opponent's back by she's like I don't know, bends herself in half backwards and does this crazy limber shit where she goes from the bottom and climbs onto their back. Um, which is also mean in there fucking throwing punches and shit, but uh, she just never, it didn't seem like she really ever got started, uh, in this fight with Chukagian, and, I mean, and I'll not take anything away from Chukagian, she's a beast, um, uh, and so anyways, yeah, she lost the decision there, which, boom, at that point, my fucking parlay is over, and, but the next one was Tim Means against <laughs> Mike Perry, Oh man, I love so Mike Perry. The first fight, when I, the first fight I remember seeing him in, and when I was like, "Oh, this dude, I'm gonna follow this dude." His fucking nose, God, it looked. It was like I don't even know how to describe it. It was like his nose got s- smashed sideways and into his face. It was. It was like all there was, ugh, like the. I don't know. It's the only way that I can describe. Like, um, it's kind of <laughs> like in uh, like a cartoon when you see somebody they run into like a a wall or they run into a a a a, a glass window, and their face goes completely flat against it. Or like in Home Alone, Home Alone Two, when that fucking um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, <laughs> but Home Alone Two where the fucking uh, tool chest comes down the stairs and pushes the door. And squishes them against the wall. And then they, they like have to peel their faces back. That's what his nose looked like. Except his 
face was black and blue and blood was coming out. It looked like his face got smashed flat. I was like, how is this dude? And he's like laying on the ground. Blood is pouring out. And he's just like laughing. And I think he was giving a thumbs up. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, this dude's a straight ogre. This is the kind of dude that I would have fucking hung out with when I was in the Marine Corps. He would been, We would have been on the same team for sure. But uh, so that's that was when I first kind of turn, got turned on the uh, platinum Mike Perry. Um, but going into this fight, I was, so I always root for him. Always, I always root for Mike Perry. He's always got some fucking drama going on, but I root for this dude. He's entertaining. I like. He, you, you can tell he don't. He does not mince words. You can tell he, you're getting exactly. You know what I mean? What you see is what you get, and you know he's not gonna fucking play games or talk. Talk around, you know. He doesn't beat around the bush. He just beats on the bush, and uh, so he's coming into this fight. He's, you know, they, his uh, his girlfriend is his cornerman since the last fight. I mean, he fought. Uh, he beat Nikki Gall, which or Mickey Gall, which you know, Mickey Gall, great grappler, but uh, you know what I mean. It's Mike Perry. I mean, he's fucking a beast, but uh. He's got that power. And, uh, but, you know, oh, so this fight, he's fighting Tim Means, um, the dirty bird. And Tim Means, he's a great strike, great, tough dude, too. So he's, I mean, going, he's more well rounded, better fighter. But, uh, he, I mean, you can't really ever count, uh, Mike Perry out. And, like I said, I root for him, but I was like, I don't, I don't think you could. Oh, yeah, going up to this fight, too, like, Perry's posting this video, so just like eating ice cream and cheat like fucking huge, delicious looking cheeseburgers and shit. And there's one he's like eating his ice cream. He's like, mm, oh man, y'all, mm, yeah, that's it right there. And you can hear his girlfriend in the back. She's like, Mike, no, you can't. You're you're gonna you, you gotta lose like 22 pounds in in five days or some shit like that. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's just yelling no like he's a bad puppy she's just pissing on the floor no no and then you just hear like a door shut you're like you know she's just like fuck this and I'm like oh can't tell this motherfucker nothing but uh yeah but that's all <laughs> but oh, i love the dude he's fucking he is he, he is him it's fucking refreshing see people that are fucking them but um so yeah going into it, i'm like gosh damn it this motherfucker but you know i was also like Ah, maybe he's trolling because like the last fight, I think he sent up the the pictures of his fucking busted up fist from where he like punched a wall at some bar, some shit like that. And uh, uh, he uh, but it was it was from test test it. Oh, there we go. But it was from like before, so I was like, oh, maybe he's fucking with us. He's trolling us. But no, come to he gets on the scale and he's fucking like one seventy five and a half. So poof. Uh, he missed weight to say the least um but anyways going in there you know he wasn't terrible he was great i mean but you know to me he's just more technical fighter outstruck him way more accurate his fucking jab he was getting him like just fucking two three times in a row just quack, quack, landing jab 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 getting him right in the face um but right at the end like oh man it was a slugfest Right at the end, they were just doom, doom, doom. But that my pair, I mean, great chin. I mean, he's got that power. Yeah, I think he, he knocked uh, Tim Means down. I think he got like one or two knockdowns on him. But long story short, 
uh, he did not win. Um, and uh, so, had Cynthia Calvillo won, I would have had Boom Boom 1, 2, 3. And then the co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko, we already said she won. But anyways, that probably wasn't a big one anyways. I kind of made this one because I felt like all these were a lock and it was kind of to cover because I was like, yeah, this one's going to hit. This one will win. And that will kind of cover in case my other bets um, don't make it. This will kind of cover the my risk money that I put into them. Uh, I guess I'll talk about that later. I'm coming up on an hour, so I'll talk about that next time. Kind of how my strategy for cover. I don't. I, I'm sure there's some technical thing, but I'm making this up as I go and figure it out. Um. Here we go. Was this my second one? Oh, so this was my other big one, which turned out to be garbage. I was gonna. This was gonna be like a. Fuck! I can't do math. Um. 200%? I don't know. 2,000%? I don't know. It was going to be a big payback. Uh, payout if this one had hit. So this one was um, Nicholas Dalby. Uh, for Nicholas Dalby to win. Uh, Brandon Roy Vall to win. And uh, Shogun Hua to win. And turned out Dalby won. <laughs> a decision that it was like, uh, what? Yeah. I mean, I didn't think he won. But I was like, yes, happy. Because it was the first one. One I needed to win for my, to win this parlay, but and I, fuck who was he? Who was he fighting? I can't remember who he's fighting. But this one I think I also I cut these ones were kind of hasty bets I made. I was fucking watching whatever that I think the UFC guys and the on the betting line thing, and I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, let me just grab whatever their bets are. Not doing that again. <laughs> Usually I sit down and I put a little work into like. Uh, studying these guys and I only like pick ones of fighters I know for the most part this one I, I knew Dalby uh, the other guy didn't know and I was like Dalby's you know I think he's coming off a loss but he was a he's fucking game um, but anyway so he won that one nothing too exciting about it. like I said I think he I th it really looked like, I think he should have lost it. the judging was bad but um so the next one Brandon Roy Fall yes this dude is fucking beast uh, of course but I mean he's fighting uh, Moreno who himself he's the number one contender he's a he is a beast as well so they're both bad Roy Vall's on you know coming up Moreno's an established you know he's number one contender beast dude and Roy Vall fucking his arm gets dislocated for like two seconds two seconds it, it, I don't know I mean who knows if uh he would have been able to come back in the second round but um because he I mean he got maybe it was a second round that it happened but he uh, got into some bad positions, almost uh, like into a twister position. I mean, Moreno was working him. It, it, it wasn't going to be an easy fight for him, for sure. Uh, and then he, they were in a scramble, and his arm got dislocated. Because you even see him, he's like, Ugh! and he grabs his arm. And he's, so he's holding his arm, and Moreno's on, on him, and he's fucking hitting him, and he gets the uh, TKO uh, punches. So, I mean, who knows? So, you know, it's fighting. Weird things happen. You know, I mean, can't be mad about that one. It was, I mean, I mean, what can you do? You know what I mean? His fucking arm came unattached from his where it's supposed to be. And it was crazy when he, he, he got up and he went over his um, coach, um, Mark Montoya. He just goes and pops it in. He's, he's like, oh, oh, man, fuck. But, yeah, I mean, he'll be back. I mean, he's great. 
great fighter. So, you know, he was coming up quick. You know, maybe sometimes, you know, they say people, you know, there's hills and valleys and maybe, you know, kind of the valley he needs to some other fucking, uh, what are those, motivation posts or bullshits. But anyways, yeah. I mean, I hope he gets better. He's, he's fucking awesome to fight and, uh, or watch fight. And, uh, uh, do, 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 Moreno. <sighs> I mean, I feel like, so he should get the next, so who's he supposed to fight? Who? I don't know. Oh, yes, I think Pure Yan fucking is out for some reason. So Aljo's again not getting his title shot just yet again. Oh, shit, what is going to happen? Let's so we'll have to see how that one plays out. Um, So then, yeah, Shogun Hua, cause so it was with uh, Paul Craig, Scotsman. So he fucking, they fought before, and they fought to a draw, and I mean, in the last fight, and there's another one that I pulled from the dudes, because I, I didn't even go back and look, and they're talking about, they're like, yeah, I look like Shogun won last time, you know, history says, the guys that win the first one usually win me rematch. <sighs> yeah, sorry, Diaz, right? Man, kind of got that decision. <laughs> but anyway, they're saying historically... You know what I mean? But then again, it's fighting. You never know. Because there's also, there's judges, this and that. You never know. So, fucking fuck. So, I picked Shogun Hua, and he tapped to punches. So, did not get that one. So, that's two parlays that didn't go true. Um, And then my third one. Actually, I think this was my second one. But anyway, so the, uh, oh, no, 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 I already looked at that one. Oh, I did all of them already. So one, two, three. So none of my parlays went through. But the good thing on those ones, I, I just kind of throw like a small little bit on the or because they have big payouts. So it's kind of like, meh, whatever. Skeet, skeet. Um, fuck, what the fuck is going on with my phone? Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, oh, so the main event, Davidson Figueredo and Alex Perez. Ooh, both beasts. I mean, Davidson Figueredo. I mean, beat Joey B twice. I mean, the first one was a little controversial. He didn't make weight. Joey B said it was like illegal headbutt. It was like a head clash. And, um, but he came back that second one and boom, he just fucking Joey B. I mean, I mean, watch, go back, watch the highlights, his eyeballs, when he got hit, you could tell he was like, fuck, gosh, damn it, because, you know, there's a point, there's a lot of things in life, when you're, like I said, when I was a young kid, and I would, like, uh, motivate myself through, like, that, just anger, empower myself with that, but there's times when you run into things where it's like, it doesn't matter how much your mind told you you knew it was true, and you just hit hard fact, and you're like, Oh shit, this is reality. That's what it was. He was getting hit with that fucking reality of Davison Figueredo. And it was just like, you see his eyes like, whoa. You know, it looks like when Amanda Nunes fucking hits fucking women. Hits, <laughs> when they're just like, oh shit, what the f this, what? Or when, you know, Habib fucking grabs dudes and starts wrestling them and it fucking goes to choke on them. Like, they're just like, oh fuck. What is this? That's what I saw. So, Figueredo is a beast. 
And but Alex Perez, you know, another up and comer quick. I came off the contender series, the first um, contender series alum to be in a title fight. And uh, so the bets I made on him I were, I mean, yeah, Figueroa's a beast. But I was like, all right, Alex Perez, he has a chance. Maybe he'll submit him. I mean, Figueroa's has been susceptible to uh, getting, you know, being on, getting out grappled on the ground. So I was like, and Perez, he's great. He's got good uh, jiu-jitsus. But it should not work out. Um, So, yeah, the bets I made, because they were all huge. Like, let's see, this one's plus 5,000, plus 2,800. So, so it's like, so for, if Perez submitted Figueredo in the first round it was plus 5,000 second round plus 2,800 third plus 3,300 fourth round plus 3,500 and fifth round plus 4,000 so I just made little bets on each one because I was like if he submits them in any round it's going to be a huge payout and there was a submission in the first round but it was Perez getting submitted by Figueredo and it was a nasty. I mean, uh, I think it was a guillotine, but it was what was nasty. About it was the scramble because it was like um, so Perez. So they're in a scramble. I think Perez even. Fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like I can't remember what position they were in, but they're standing. Perez. I think he had Figueroa's back, and then Figueroa like he drops and. Sp- like uh, wheels around, he spins around his leg and goes into a leg lock. So Perez gets up to pull away from him, so, but he's got uh, Figueroa's got his leg. Then Perez like turn, has to uh, turn back and turn into him to try and get up to uh, get the leverage away from him. And so as he's coming down, fuck, I can't remember exactly how it happened. But so as he's coming down. He's going on top of Figueredo, so he's on top. Fuck, I can't remember, but somehow, so at, at, so goes so Figueredo he he goes from the uh he he does he's he spins away, uh circles, he grabs the leg, spins down, goes into the leg lock, uh Perez turns, and then from there the, they scramble, and then it's like he just. Turns perfectly and uh, figure out a rolls over and just whoo, like it was, it was fucking perfect. He just turns because you know it's like what could per- it was like you know what I mean? It's like it, it wasn't a mistake he made. He was m- making the movements he sh- he should have and uh, Figueroa just whoo, turn it whips his left arm around perfectly, whoo, catches him and boom, it's over right there. And he ca- uh, uh, puts the body lock, leg triangles him. So he holds him down. He can't go anywhere. He tries to lift. Uh, Perez tries to lift him up, but it's just in there. T- it looked like his head was about to pop out, but it was just so tight on. He was like t- tapped. So yeah, I mean, I was right. There was gonna be a submission. I was just wrong about who was doing it to who. Um. So overall, so out of I made one, two, three, and I counted all those as one set of bets, um, because I kind of the way I organize it in my sheet is. Uh, cause it's all in the same match, and then also, the way I look at it is if any if if any one of those were to hit, it covers everything. Uh, 
so the co- like if any one of those hit winning will cover the cost of all the other bets that didn't hit so let's see i had one two three four four five sets of bets and let's see which ones didn't hit one two three and four <laughs> but luckily the one shevchenko and so this is the thing too so shevchenko huge um favorite she was like minus 1600 or 16,000 no that sounds too high it was huge minus 1600 i think it was something it was huge so it's kind of like you gotta bet a bajillion dollars to win a couple dollars basically but however so uh this one i made uh, prop bets which so i bet that she would win uh one i bet that she would that shevchenko would win um by points and by and that the fight would go to decision which is the same thing but i got two different bets with plus money on both um for for the same outcome so it's like as so i made that's why this is one set i made so it's like uh as long as uh as long as valentina wins by decision then both of those will hit and uh i mean historically um i mean I, i mean she has knocked girls out and finished them and also you know she's got tko's but uh, I knew Maya was, she's a great grappler. Um, I, I didn't have any idea about what her striking might be like. But I figured with her grappling, she would at least be able to tie up Valentina and um, take it all five rounds. And that's what I was gambling on. So I was, I, I was very certain that Valentina is going to win. I just figured, um, and, that, but, and then I figured uh, Maya would be able to um, kind of like stick it out maybe by just through grappling, make it through the all five rounds. But she ended up doing a lot better than I expected. Uh, but it still worked out. Chevchenko won by decision, unanimous decision. Uh, so that one, boom, boom, both those hit, plus money on both. So I ended up, I still ended up, even with my other four sets not hitting, if any one of those had, oh, man, those would have been good paydays. But... I mean, I didn't put a because those were the parlays, so th- I didn't put a lot of money into those. But I ended up coming out on top, anyways, um, c- c- from these wins with uh, Shevchenko. From this one with Shevchenko. Um, but yeah, so yeah, got through that. Boom. I'm at what is that? One ten. All right, that's good. That, w- that was my all my tangents. The whole point of it was to get to that. But yeah, we'll see how this recording turns out. Um, did a couple trial run eps with my buddy who's gonna do um, what do you call it? Graphics for the website and uh, talk about a bunch of shit, just how stupid we are and from being kids in the '90s and being. I was calling it Good Mormon, Bad Mormon since he's the Good Mormon and I'm not anymore. So crazy stories there but uh also got a shout out to um my own boy wante you and his uh his lady she got a uh <clears throat> apothecary fuck and this i have this happened last time too i was trying to spell out apothecary trying to give the shout out I'm supposed to be making a promo code they haven't yet but you can check them out I want to say so A P O T H E C A L L I E Apothecary in uh, Austin, Texas. 
Oh, fucking, I'll have to find a link. Maybe I can put it back in here somehow. But, uh, yeah, so I've been getting tinctures from uh, her. Uh, she has this one. It's like something ZZZZZ for sleeping. I take it for sleeping. I have terrible sleep. Uh, uh, I take all kinds of shit. Um, but um, take that one. And then uh, another one I just got was it's like a, a good moods, anxiety tincture. Uh, but she's on the website. All the ingredients and shit are in there, so, but, uh, I mean, the sleep one, I've been taking it, I like it, I don't know if it's placebo or not, but for me, I feel like I notice a difference, so if it works, it works, you know what I mean? Um, oh, and they're working on, I made a request for, I was like, oh, man, I want to do, like, lucid dreaming. Uh, <clears throat> I'll talk about some dreams another on another thing, but anyways, the whole point of it, they're making a, a lucid, or a, a dreaming uh, tincture too. They're working on that little concoction. But uh, so yeah, go check that out. Apothecary in uh, Austin, Texas, Texas, Texas beer. Anyways, that's it. Gonna end it. Uh, uh yeah. I go. Ije normal him that I oh, she bar seki da.